All right, good morning, gentlemen. We've been learning a little part from the Ramhal's book, Derech Aetz Haim. He writes over here how Hashem made the world that even though wisdom, Chokhmah, even though wisdom is the most necessary asset for a human being to survive and live a happy, successful life. Nothing more important than wisdom, as the Mishnah and Perkei Avot says, that a person who has wisdom has everything. And if you have no wisdom, you have nothing. So it's more valuable than even food. It's more valuable than drinks. But yet Hashem made a miracle that even though wisdom is super critical to live, Hashem made it that we wouldn't be naturally hungry for it. Unlike food. When you're lacking food, you get hungry. You feel the pain. Unlike thirst, you feel the pain. You got to drink. The body forces you to take care of yourself. But when it comes to wisdom, a person is not forced. In order to have free choice, Hashem made it that you could live without wisdom your whole life and you would not feel any pain that you're missing something. And even though, as, we, as he explained, sometimes, sometimes a person keeps making mistakes and it's costing him that he doesn't have the chokmah, is paying the price. But even then, Hashem makes it in a way where he won't realize that the reason why he is where he is is because of a lack of chokmah. His first reaction isn't, oh wow, let me go open a book, let me go learn something. I'm lacking wisdom, that's why I failed. That's why my relationship isn't the way it's supposed to be. That's why this morning I'm feeling down. That's why I'm getting angry. He doesn't realize it. Hashem puts him in situations where he won't realize. He'll be, he calls it in darkness. Darkness means he will find another reason why he is where he is. He'll blame it on something else, not on the lack of wisdom. There'll always be an excuse there'll always be someone at fault or something at fault. There's always going to be a reason to fall back. She's... That's what we did yesterday. Now, he says, but it's going to catch up with you. Having a lack of chokhmah is going to catch up with you. 
It's going to catch up with you in this world and the next world. In this world, the lack of wisdom will get you in trouble, as we mentioned, in many areas. In the next world, he says, that you will be, he says, meaning you're going to have to give an answer. You have to answer. What do you have to answer? Here. He says, they're going to ask you, you were given wisdom and you were given the ability to do big things in your life. You had the chokhmah you had the ability the word hail you know hail means hail means power hail means strength like a hayal hail means to become great to do great things in your life each person has the hokma and the koah notice the the order the wisdom means your understanding and the koah means the ability that comes from your chokhmah. Everything starts with chokhmah. All great lives begin with chokhmah. All great marriages begin with chokhmah. All great homes begin with chokhmah. A great day begins with chokhmah. A person has many kohot. You know what koah means? means abilities to do things, strength, the ability to do something. But chokhmah needs to be at the forefront. Wisdom allows you to navigate your kohot. Hashem gave us many things that we can accomplish in life. But without the wisdom, those never come to fruition. They're going to ask each person, you could have done so much more in your life. And probably when you're asked, you would answer, what are you talking about? I didn't know that. They would have told you, they're going to ask you, you know, you could have done this. You could have done that. They said, me? Done this? Done that? Are you talking to the wrong person? The answer to you will be, as he writes it, mina hochma o mina koa. The reason why you didn't realize your ability and you didn't realize your opportunity is because you didn't have wisdom. Chokhmah opens up your mind in, that you're able to see what it is that you can accomplish in this world. There are many people that are bored. Bored because they're not able, they don't, they're not able to find what they are able to accomplish. That comes from a lack of chokhmah. A person who has chokhmah sees opportunities of great things right in front of him all day long. Without chokhmah, you don't see anything. It looks like an empty world. It feels like a life that has no meaning. It feels like you have no opportunity for big things. That's only a lack of wisdom. A person who lacks wisdom 
sees an empty world. A person who has wisdom sees a world that's full of diamonds every step of the way. He says here, he says this that a person doesn't take advantage of the chokhmah that he's capable of bringing out. He says it's part of the pitui seduction of the yetzerah. He calls it the sitra ahara. Asher yishtadel bekol oz which means the Yetzirah will put all of his energy to bring the person down in this world and the next world. Because he knows if a person falls in this area, meaning he doesn't use his brain, Meaning, if you're not learning, if you're not adding to your chokhmah, so the Yetzirah knows already he put you down. Which means, unlike people think, that in order to go down, you have to do bad things. In order to go down, you have to speak la shonara. You have to hurt somebody. You got to steal. You got to murder. You got to embarrass. You say no. The Yisra knows that if you don't use your chokhmah, if he makes sure that you don't learn, then you're already down. You're already fell. Then you're going to have to rehabilitate yourself. A person who's not learning is a person already who went down and needs rehab to get you up. So therefore the Yetzirah will make sure to keep you occupied, to keep you doing anything, even mitzvot, by the way. He's willing to even sacrifice mitzvot so you don't learn. They'll tell you, you know what? Give charity. Give charity. Just don't learn. They'll tell you, honor your parents. Don't learn. He is willing to even sacrifice that you'll do mitzvot your whole life. Just don't learn. Because if you don't learn, you don't see what's ahead of you. He says, listen to these words. He says, when you know truth, when you have knowledge, it strengthens your soul. And the Yetzirah becomes weak when you have Chokhmah. There is nothing that weakens our Neshama in front of the Yetzirah. Who doesn't have a Yetzirah? Who doesn't have a side to him that takes him to anger, to jealousy, to hatred, to doing the wrong things, involvement in drugs, involvement in gambling, involvement in the wrong things? Who doesn't have a Yetzirah? Everybody does. 
He says, but there is nothing that we, you know, the only way to beat our evil side is we have to have in this Shama that fight. He said, there's nothing that weakens the human neshama than a lack of wisdom. When you have a lack of wisdom, your neshama is weak. You might know that you shouldn't be jealous. You might know it, but you can't control it. You might know that it's not small what you just said, but you can't control it. You might know that fighting is not the right thing. Not going to help you, but you can't control it. You know that going to this place is not good for you, but you can't control it. You know that drinking isn't good for you, but you can't control it. So many things that you do and I do that we may realize not good for us. What are we doing? Why did you say that for? How many times you're in a relationship and you know not good to move on the way you are. You have these bad feelings inside, you know, you've had these bad feelings. There's something in your heart, right? And it doesn't allow you to get close to the person. It could be your wife, it could be your brother, it could be your neighbor. And you live every day with this chip on your heart. You can't move on. And you know it's not getting you anywhere. There's no positive outcome when you live that way. When you feel that horrible feeling, a little bit of hatred, a little bit of annoyance, a little bit of disappointment, whatever it is. You can't live a good life like that. Or you're stuck. A person who has no chokhmah is stuck in many areas in life and they don't know how to get out. Because why? What he's describing to you is such beautiful words. He says that when the human neshama doesn't have chokhmah, it becomes weak to the yesahara. I'm sure everybody here has had situations where you looked at somebody doing things hurting themselves, so obvious to you that the person is messing up his life and you speak to the guy and he has no clue. He, nothing registers. And sometimes it registers, but nothing changes. What is that? He's telling you what it is, is that we have a constant battle internally between there's the, we'll call it the evil side of us, the side that drives us to do the wrong things for ourselves, and then there is the side that drives us to do good things. Now, this is a battle. Who is stronger? You know, usually when you have two armies, if today the U.S. Army would go fight with the army in uh, who knows where, Cambodia, no match, right? Not a match. When two armies fight, it's only a fight when they're somewhat equal. If one is much stronger than the other, not a fight. 
So who is stronger? The evil side of us? Or the great side of us? Who is stronger? He's telling you an unbelievable thing. He's telling you that without chokhmah, your good side is weak. It's mahlish. It makes your neshama weak. Which means, even if you know you're doing something not good for yourself, but you can't fight the enemy, you can't stand the Israel. He says, he says, Ve'en davar mahlisha neshama there is nothing that weakens a person against his yetzerara than his chokmah, his lack of chokmah. I'm going to read a, a few more words. If a person's chokmah was wide, means a little chokmah, a little strength. More chokmah, more strength. If your chokmah was very wide, he says, the omedet alev bene adam, lo hayu hot'im le'olam. They would never make a mistake. Which means, if our wisdom was full, we would never make a mistake, ever. Meaning, it's constantly, it's constantly being fed. Which means, you have a lot of chokhmah, and you're constantly generating it. It's omed alev adam, which means, you're constantly feeding it. He says, af. Lo haya afilu ayetzer karov alehem vesholet alehem. You would have no yetzerara. Kemo she'eno sholet ba malachim. Just like the yetzerara cannot have any power over angels, he cannot have any power over people of wisdom. Let me tell you what he's describing. The angels. There is a question I once mentioned to you. Do the angels have free choice? That is a question. Meaning, when Hashem tells the angel, you need to do this mission, tells the sun, I need you to shine bright today. The sun is an angel. All the angels around. Does an angel have the choice to say, I'm not doing it. So the answer is yes and no. They have free choice, but they don't have free choice. Let me explain what that means. It means the angel can say, I'm not doing it. But in reality, he'll never say that. The reason why he'll never say it is because he has such chokhmah that when it comes to making decisions, 
will never allow him to make a choice that's hurting himself. He'll never do it. I'll give you an example. A person has free choice to put his hand in fire. But he'll never do it. He could stand by the fire all day. You'll never put your finger in. Free choice? Of course you have. But in essence, you don't have free choice. Why? Because you have enough hukmah. You don't need a lot of hukmah for this. But you have a little bit of hukmah. Enough hukmah to know that putting your hand in a fire is not good for you. That clarity, that clarity makes your choice no longer free choice. It becomes obvious. A person who goes on the Empire State Building will never jump off. No matter how many times they take him up there, he's not jumping. Can he jump? He can't. But he won't. Because he has enough hukmah to understand that it's not worth it to jump. The more chokhmah, just imagine we expand that. The more chokhmah a person has, everybody here has enough chokhmah not to put their hand in the fire. Everyone has enough chokhmah not to jump off buildings. But the more you expand your chokhmah, the more there's no longer any battle to do the wrong things. A person who's doing the wrong, for example, a person who's constantly getting angry and ruining his home, they need chokhmah. It's not going to help you for someone to come and preach to you that anger is bad. Nobody thinks that anger is good. But at the time of battle, when you have a reason to be angry with your wife, with your daughter, with your son, when that moment comes, you feel helpless. There is nobody that you know, not at least in our circles, that doesn't know that anger is destructive. But they can't help it. When the situation arises, they can't help it. So much so that when you told them why'd you get angry, they'll explain to you, what do you mean? What choice did I have? Do you know what that person did? Do you know what that person said? Tell a person, not good to be jealous. You think, you think anyone thinks it's good to be jealous? Nobody thinks it's good to be jealous. It's a horrible feeling. But yet, even though it's a horrible feeling, it's destroying your happiness and much more. Can't do anything. How many things in life, if you would tell someone, why do you do that? I can't help it. Why do you do that? Why do you go here? Why did you steal? Why did you cheat? Why did you... Really, they're helpless, which is the truth. All right. Helplessness 
is coming from a lack of chokhmah. That's what he's telling you. If you tell a person, don't be angry because it's not good for you, you've done nothing. You tell a guy, don't drink because it's not good for you. You haven't done anything. You tell a guy, don't smoke in an in a, in a arena where in his social circles, that's what they do. They smoke, they take drugs. Tell them it's not good for you. Doesn't help. You're wasting your time. This is what he's telling you. He's telling you that the Yitzhahara has for each person a formula to bring them down. Everyone's got his own formula. The, uh, just remember, the Yitzhahara is a creation of the Creator. He has one job. His job is to destroy you as much as possible. To destroy you in the next world and to destroy you in this world. This is his mission. His mission is not to give you olam hazeh, to give you worldly pleasures in order to make you lose olam abba. That's what most people think. Most people think that the Yetzirah's job is to make sure you lose your eternity. Instead, he gives you olam hazeh. He'll give you worldly pleasures in order to replace eternal pleasures. That's what most people think. It's a horrible mistake. He's called the Yetzer Hara. His job is your destruction. Now he begins, he begins with the easy one. He begins, the easiest one for him is to tell you, listen, enjoy the moment. Worry about eternity when you get there. You're going to live a long life. Don't worry. You have plenty of time. Let's worry about the next world when you get older. A young guy, he's thinking about eternity. What eternity? He tells him now, Allah has the time. Enjoy yourself. Have fun. Have a great time. Enjoy yourself. When you get older, you'll start thinking about what happens next. Not, no, no rush. That people think that the Yisra ends there. It's a mistake. And I'll prove it to you. This is how he starts. He starts with the easy, it's an easy one. That's like a no-brainer. You can get anybody on that one. But what happens, once he takes you and you're in his hands, he just keeps bringing you down and down and down. For example, every person that's committed suicide, right? Where did that come from? It came from a Yetzirah. One, two, three, four, five, six. Kill the guy. Every guy who ended up being a drug addict. How did it happen? He got Olam Hazed, the guy. That guy is enjoying this world? Of course not. How many people are in the clutches of the Yetzirah that can't enjoy a minute of their life? 
His job is to destroy you and to destroy me. Step one step at a time. First, trade in your, your eternity. And then, as he gets you to listen, he will take you one step at a time down. He will destroy your marriage. He'll destroy your children's relationship with you. He'll destroy so many things about you. He'll make you unhappy. He'll make you depressed. He'll make you give up. He'll make you feel useless. He'll give you all types of feelings of that you're not living up to par. He'll make you in pain. This is his job. Called the Yetzirah. What he's telling you here is that he is so powerful that you will never be able to stand up to him. When he comes at you, you don't have, a, you don't have no choice. And it's proven. Just go in the streets where people are making ridiculous decisions about their own future and they have no choice because they're lacking the strength. Why are they lacking the strength? Because the source of the strength of the neshama is wisdom. When you have wisdom, you have strength. An unbelievable thing. Let me tell you a little something which you'll remember. I hope it comes out right. I heard once a beautiful idea and I realized that really it comes from this. I never knew that. The idea was like this. We come into this world, each one of us, and we have free choice to do good, to do bad. Our goal is to give the free choice back. You ever hear that? What does that mean? Our goal is to give back your free choice. What does that mean to give it back? It means when I was younger, so I struggled with something. Then I got the wisdom and I realized that's silly. Why would I do that? So then it was... Let me give you an example. Let me give you an example. You'll forgive me for this example, but just to explain. Do you think that Hacham Obadiah struggled with watching the World Cup? You know, there, there are Jews in Israel in the night of the World Cup that were struggling. Should I go to my shiur? that I go to every night. I have a shiur I learn every night. But tonight's the World Cup. Should I watch the World Cup? Should I go to shiur? Some people had a struggle like that. For some of them it was easy. World Cup for sure. Not a question. There's no way I'm giving up the World Cup. For some people it was a struggle but the World Cup won. They were like, I don't know, back and forth, what should I do? They couldn't. World Cup, 
I give you an example, obviously, of thousands of examples. Some guys, they struggle, struggle, and they were learning the Shi'ur one. Yes? And some guys didn't struggle. It was like, obvious, what do you mean? What World Cup? Do you think, when the World Cup was on, for all I know, maybe he liked soccer. Maybe uh, when he was young, he liked soccer. I, I, don't, I don't think that's hard to believe. Do you think, at the age of 60, 65, 70, he was struggling with this decision? Do you think it was a battle? Answer is, of course not. It's not that he battled and he beat it. There was no battle. What's the difference between all those people I just mentioned? The difference between Hakam Obadiah at 60 or 40 and him at 15 is what? It's not less love for soccer. It's wisdom. When you have wisdom, you realize it's not even a question. What's the question? Of course you don't do that. It's like telling a guy on the Brooklyn Bridge to jump. Of course he's not jumping. He has enough wisdom. It's not even a battle. When we have internal battles, what an amazing Hidush this is. When we have internal battles, we got angry, we said the wrong words, we did the wrong thing, we didn't keep Shabbat properly, we did something, we knew better, we knew better. Sometimes we're ignorant, we don't know. That's a, that's a different department. But many times we know better, yet we still end up doing the wrong thing. Why? Till today, we would have said, well, I don't know. I'm not strong enough. Today, we learned the answer. The answer is that you're lacking chokhmah. When you lack chokhmah, you weaken your strength and your yetzerah basically is running the show. You have people out there today not far from us, in our families, in our cousins, that never learn. They never learn. The Yetzirah never tells you, oh, by the way, it's okay to be a fool. When he tells you don't learn, he doesn't say it's okay not to learn. It's okay not to know things. No, no. He tells you, you know everything there is to know. You understand? The answer when it comes to wisdom doesn't tell you it's great to be ignorant. It's great to be someone who knows nothing. He never tells you that. He tells you, you know whatever needs to be known. You got it. What, what is that to learn? What are you talking about? You would think it would never pest. Come on, who's going to fall for that? To make a guy feel he knows everything. How does he know everything? What did he ever learn? 
A guy never learned in his life, never opened a book. Yet in his mind, he knows everything there is to know. The Yetzirah convinces a person, you don't need to learn. You already have everything that you need in life. You have enough wisdom to live life great. You don't have to go to Shurim. You don't have to hear Musar. You don't have to read. You don't need it. Whatever there is to know, you know it. And then once you're in that mindset, like the people out there, you'll see every wrong decision. It's amazing. You see how they live their lives in their relationships. It's so obvious. You're not supposed to do that. What are you doing? You're hurting yourself. Why are you doing that? But without wisdom, you lack the energy and the strength to fight your Yetzirah. So just know, every time that you feel very anxious or you feel very jealous or you feel angry, the reason why you're angry and why you're jealous is because you're lacking chokhmah. You're lacking wisdom. You're not learning. If you're learning, you would get the strength but you're not learning. And all the more so if you're not battling. If you're not battling, you're completely out of the game. The learning that a person does gives them the strength to be able to make all the right decisions that they want to make. Which means that when you have chokhmah, you don't have to battle anymore what people are battling in the streets. There's so many battles in life, in relationships between us and Hashem, Shabbat, Kashrut, Siniut. So many battles that people out there are battling. There are people out there right now battling Kashrut. They're battling. Sometimes they win, sometimes they lose. They're battling tzeniyot. Sometimes they win, sometimes they lose. Socializing in an inappropriate way. Married couples, the wrong thing. They're battling. Sometimes they win, sometimes they lose. They're battling. He's telling you, when your wisdom expands, it becomes no battle. It becomes obvious. It becomes simple. Of course, you still have a Yetzirah, but no longer has the power because of your chokhmah. So the question is, what do Hachamim mean when they say, Hachamim tell us, Anyone who becomes greater, Yitzro Gadol Emenu, his Yetzirah is greater. How does that fit with everything we just said, seems to us, according to what we said, that the greater you become, you lose your Yetzirah. What does it mean? The greater you become, the stronger your Yetzirah. It would sound like the greater you become, the more you learn, there's a greater Yetzirah to steal. That's true. The more you learn, there's a less yes to steal. 
What do they mean when they say, whoever is greater has a stronger Yetzirah. You come into this world, you have a Yetzirah for thousands of things. As you gain Chokhmah, hopefully when you're 13, not 13, 14, not 14, 15, not 15, 30, 40, 70, 80. But the way it works is, if you started, let's say you started at 13. Let's say you started at 13. But what happened is, you have thousands of, thousands of little battles. When you're 13, you start learning. After one year, you drop five of them. They're, no they're not battles anymore. They're obvious. Another year, you drop another five. Another year, another 10. Another 20. By the time you're 50, 60, they're not battles anymore. You got rid of all the free choice that God gave you. He gave you free choice. Day by day, he said, here, take it back. Not free choice anymore. I have clarity. I don't need to make, it's not even a question. I don't do that. That's what life's supposed to be. They give you free choice. At some point, you hand it all back. It's not free anymore. I become like a malach because my wisdom is so clear. So what does it mean that the greater the person, the greater is the yetzerah? According to what we just said, not true. The opposite. The greater the person, he takes the, tells the yetzerah, get lost. Not here anymore. So what does that mean when hachamin tell us? It means something else. It means two things. It means that the Yetzirah will never give up. He may not get you anymore on the soccer game. Chalvanja is not losing to sit and learn or go watch a soccer game. That's way below his chokhmah. But the Yetzirah doesn't stop. He just starts attacking on a higher level. Which means the Yetzirah has to work harder. For the guy in the street, doesn't have to work too much. The guy is self-destructing without him. For most people, the Yetzirah goes on vacation, comes back, and the job is being done without him having to do much. But when you get greater, as you elevate yourself, it's got to take a lot more work to get you to come down. So he will fight. Halvadi had a big Yetzirah, but not for the things he had when he was little. It was on a higher level. It was a spiritual Yetzirah, perhaps. Perhaps it was, you know, Kavod. But Kavod in the Lashem Shamaim way. You know, to get honor in the Lashem Shamaim way. That you need people to honor you. Otherwise, you can't help them. But right then and there, when you get the honor, is it pure? Or is it something in it for you too? That's a battle he's fighting at the age of 85. He's fighting that battle. Honor that he's getting, which he needs to get. But is it, are you taking something for yourself? Or is it pure? 
It's a big battle. The Yetzirah has to step up his fight in order for the, for the other guy put on a football game and you already got him. For Chalavadia, it's not going to work. You need something much more complex to get him to do the wrong thing. Gadol emenu. He has to work harder. And finally, I'll end off with this. What the Gemara means also is kol gadol mehavero. The greater the person, the greater the destruction they can cause if they veer from their greatness. Means, when you see a great person, something beyond the norm, just know, if that guy would turn the wrong way, he would cause so much destruction, more than the average guy. And take it the other way too. When you see a guy who is destroying the world, guy is gadol. But in bad things, he's a gadol in destruction. You should know that guy, he can become a gadol in great things too. Which means an airplane that crashes, an airplane flies a lot higher and goes a lot faster than a little bicycle. But when the airplane crashes, it's destruction. A little bike that crashes, not as big as the airplane. When it crashes, not that bad. You understand? The greater the person, the greater is Yetzirah, which means if he doesn't channel it into the right things, he could become a completely opposite destructive force, also Gadol. That's what, the, that's what Hazal are telling us. Kola Gadol Mehavero. But it doesn't mean as you get greater, the decisions become harder. No. As you get greater, all the little challenges that you used to battle become like a silly. It becomes foolish. I can't believe I used to battle that. What was I, what was I doing? By the way, everybody here has had experiences like that. You know, maybe some of the people here didn't keep Shabbat at one time in their life or didn't keep it properly. And in the beginning, it was uh, hard. And then as you develop more chokhmah and understand Shabbat and experience the Shabbat and realize what Shabbat is, it becomes a no-brainer. It becomes obvious because you become smarter. As we become more hacham, we have less battles. So bottom line, gentlemen, the solution, we found the solution. The solution to anybody who is destroying their life in any area, drugs, alcohol, gambling, and on and on, laziness, irresponsibility, anger, more things. How many more things do you want? More and more. The solution is not going to a shi'ur about necessarily telling them that what they're doing is wrong or bad. It's a good thing to do, but that's not where the real solution is. The real solution is they need, like he said before, such beautiful words. He says, 
The word rehava means the more you expand your wisdom, you come to learn Gemara every day, every day a little more. You never, you never walk out saying, wow, I got it. But every day a little more, a little more, a little more, a little more. And you start widening your chokhmah. And the next words, like we pointed out means, and you're constantly replenishing the way chokhmah works. Shlomo HaMelech says, If you leave me one day, says wisdom, what an interesting thing. If you leave me one day, I'll leave you two days. Which means, if you don't replenish your wisdom, it keeps losing. You keep losing. There's a natural forgetfulness, shikha. If you don't replenish your wisdom constantly, daily, you go backwards. That's what it means when he says that omed alev, the solution to any issue that we have, small and large, is to expand our chokhmah. The more you expand your chokhmah, you're giving the guy the power to beat the yisara that is battling against him. This is the sure way of getting where we need to get in life. Gentlemen, have a great day.